Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining me tonight for this week's episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, dating coach, matchmaker, and founder of singleinthecity.ca. Dating can be fun, but how do you get through the early stages to something special? Tonight, I have two incredible guests who are going to be dishing on dating in general. What's going on out there? What goes on when you meet someone new? How do you deal with rejection, red flags, and how to let someone know that you're just not that into them? I'm joined by Tiana Melissa, relationship guru and host of the Tales of Fails podcast, and Garen Flowers, a professor of journalism. You might recognize him from season 16 of The Bachelorette. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. How are you doing? Good. 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 Glad to be here. I met these guys on Clubhouse, and now we're like besties. (laughs) This is true. So let's jump right in and chat about dating during the pandemic. Like, I know that both of you have been dating a lot over the past year. (laughs) So I want to know more about your experience. What has that been like? At the beginning of the pandemic, I was like kind of in a wild child phase. So I was like dating around a lot. And then um, I had surgery. (laughs) I was just, you know, saying yes to everyone. (laughs) And then I was going on all and then um, I had surgery over the summer. So like when lockdown happened, it, it didn't affect my life that much because I already knew I was going to be down. And during that downtime, I really took a lot of time to like self-reflect and decide I was going to date with intention. And so I just recently restarted dating again. Um, so I, I would say I had like a month experience of like, or not even maybe a month, like maybe two weeks before like California went on lockdown that I was still in my crazy dating stage. So most of my dating experience during the pandemic was very much like non-existent until recently. How about yourself, Karen? Well, as you mentioned, uh, I did date a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> similar, similar to Tiana, I dove in at the very beginning of the pandemic, which is probably the worst time. But for me, it was more so just like flirting. Like before the pandemic, I was like, I'm not doing the dating apps anymore. I'm just going to meet women in person. And so I had stuck to that for like four or five months. And then it was like, okay, I have to meet women online now because it, who wants to meet someone in person with a, with a pandemic, right? So I was meeting all these girls online on dating apps, on TikTok and Instagram. And I was just trying to have fun, just like flirt and just fill the time because we all were stuck at home. I ended up meeting someone and really hitting it off with her and we got into a relationship and then it ended. And I was, I realized that was the first time I had experienced heartbreak, which is really Aww. the thing. first time you've yeah, ever experienced it was, it was heartbreak. First time, Laura, first time. And it was in my thirties. Wow. And I had never, I had never heard that bad before. I had never heard that bad. Um, the good thing was number one, it taught me more empathy. You know, it taught me how to be more understanding of other people and other people's feelings. Two, I worked out a ton and lost a lot of weight. And three, that's how I ended up on The Bachelorette. I ended up applying after that breakup, and, and it changed my life being on the show. So you, while it was horrible to have that experience, so much good came out of it. And since then, I've just been more intentional about dating and 
um, just being more thoughtful. And, and it's, I've had some great connections. I love that. You turned a bad thing into a positive thing. And and for myself, I met this one guy on a park bench. Well, first of all, I didn't dive right in at the beginning. I spent time with myself. And then my first date was with a guy on a park bench. Uh, then I met another guy online, dated him for a month, and then he ended up ghosting me after I told him that I wasn't sure if I missed him yet as I didn't know him well enough. But, um, you know, I was having fun getting to know him. Then I met another guy at the grocery store. We shopped around with our masks, and then he wanted to make out with me in his car. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, oh, then wow. I video- Yeah, then I video chatted with, with someone for a few weeks, and I decided to invite him for dinner. But I had my two friends over to chaperone, you know, just in case he was an axe murderer. <laughs> and then, <laughs> there, there was, like, no chemistry uh, for myself there, that's for sure. And it was kind of awkward because I know that, like, my friends were wanting to go, and he like when, when your friends are going like what's going to happen with me and I'm like well you kind of got to go too because like you know we had to keep like I was still keeping my distance from him so that was my excuse like okay you know we need to keep our distance so you've got to go right like we can't we're not going to be sitting on the couch and making out and doing all that um so that was the extent of my dating experiences during the pandemic do you guys think in general people are being more cautious because of the pandemic because I think in Canada they are for the most part but like I'm curious to know what it's like out there in in Cali so I would say my experience is a San Diego dating, which is, you know, a couple hours away from L.A. And also, like, just the lifestyle and mindsets are completely different um, between the two places. Um, San Diego is not. <laughs> They've not been, like, cautious. There's more, like we're doing life because they're like a surfer culture and like a very like um, hippie lifestyle, I guess, like I would say. Um, And they just are like, no, like I'm here to do life and I'm just going to do life and I'm going to do me. I mean, they're still like very like conscious people of like wearing masks and stuff like that. But like the beaches never really like calmed down. I mean, we weren't allowed to be on our beaches for a little bit there, but I would say that where I'm at, it's completely different um, than like any other air parts of California that I, I've heard because we're such a big state that it's very different in all the well, different Well, good areas. to know. Good to know. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> How about yourself, <laughs> What have you found? Um, being that I'm in Los Angeles, I will say that I've visited San Diego a few times recently, and mm-hmm. it's pretty lit. Like, people are everywhere. Um, but I think – like 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 Tiana said, it depends on what part of the state you're in. LA has been very strict, and we finally have started to relax those restrictions within the past couple months. And people are still being careful. Like I don't think I think people aren't jumping out there to go on dates as quickly as they normally would. I think that people are taking a little bit more time to get to know someone. Laura, like if I'm gonna risk being out with this person to get COVID, I'm gonna at least talk to them for two weeks or three weeks or have the FaceTime date first. I love the before I go out with them. You know what I mean? As opposed to just like, Hey, we've been on dating app. Let's go hang out in two days, which is what it, what it normally used to be like. So people are being more careful, but on the flip end, people are also, for lack of better words, more horny. 
and more we're, ready to get out there. Uh, we're all horny, okay? <laughs> right. <laughs> all of us single people are horny, Garen. <laughs> You're right. That's true. Regardless, pandemic or no pandemic. You're right. <laughs> okay. So I love, like for myself, I have this new rule. So I'm not going to meet up with anybody unless I FaceTime with them first, right? Zoom, FaceTime, whatever. Um, because I think that, I mean, it's important. Like why go waste my time, potentially risk getting something or, you know, get all ready to go out. Like, I mean, you got to get ready anyway if you're doing a FaceTime date, especially if you're a woman and you've got to put a bit of a face on, just a bit. You know, you have to look presentable. But, you know, we don't have to get all dolled up and stuff. So what, 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 how do you guys feel about that? Is that a mandatory thing for you guys now, the whole, you know, virtual date? I think nowadays that's the best way to go about it. You know, video dating is such a intimate way to get to know someone in this day and age. Why not do that first, see if you guys like each other, and then you can spend that time and energy of going out. And just kind of like a selfish answer as a guy, we save money, you know, because men typically pay for the first date. That's a whole different debate. But, you know, we, we save money that way. And, and um, I think that it just serves both parties well. Like, let's see if we like each other. Then we'll spend that time and energy to go out to a restaurant or on a hike or wherever it may be for the first date. I love that. How about yourself, Tiana? Um, I think it's like pretty important to do just because you can like text or you can have a call on the phone. But I think that like when you're like looking at someone on like a FaceTime or like a Zoom date or whatever, you can kind of get a little bit more of a feeling. Is it going to be awkward? And if it's awkward, like having a conversation with someone on the phone, I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I love that perspective. Thank you for that. We need to take a break, guys. When we come back, we're going to talk about online dating and what drives us crazy about it and what we like about it. We'll be right back. back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for tuning in to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca with tonight's guests, Tiana Melissa and Garen Flowers, chatting about dating, new relationships, and what to look out for. Let's get back at it. All right, Garen, this question's for you. So you were recently on Claire's season of The Bachelorette, which filmed during the pandemic. And I'm sure this was a wild ride. (laughs) Did this experience change your perspective on dating at all or the way that you approach it? Big time, Laura. Big time. Um, In two ways. I'll I'll bring it up in two ways. I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, number one, the effort and energy I put into dating Claire and to being romantic and to trying to impress her and, and really show her who I am. I have never done that for a woman before. Right. And after I was sent home and, and, you know, it was made clear that Claire wasn't interested. I told myself, like, why did I put in that energy and that level of, of commitment into getting to know Claire and impress Claire and romanticize Claire, but I wouldn't do that for a woman out in, in the real world outside of this bubble, this dating bubble, right? 
So I think that's number one is it's taught me a different level of romanticism and, and, and um, e- e- being emotional and sensitivity with, when it comes to dating. And I think it has really made it more fun. Like I get excited to, to, to do fun, unique things. For example, I'm talking to this person and when she, when she visits, I kind of treat, treat it like a concierge service. Like I'll have like a towel, like, like uh, made into like a fun little shape and it'll be like a card say, welcome to your stay. You know what I'm saying? Like something yeah. creative like that, I would have never thought of before during this experience. And then the second thing is being, being okay with dating around until you know it's the right time to be exclusive. I think in the past, whenever I dated, it was like, all right, be careful because you don't want to, you know, be caught dating other women. And you also don't want this girl to be dating other women or other men when you're talking. Now I'm very comfortable. and like, let's date around. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's be open about the fact that we are exploring other options so that when we choose each other, it's like we did that work and that due diligence of making sure that we were really into each other and not just not just exclusive because we ran into each other and we were just like, let's just be exclusive. Not being exclusive for the sake of exclusivity, but knowing that we're that strong of a match, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to take it slow. You know, take that new relationship slow, get to know each other um, so that you can recognize the red flags early instead of uh, later on when it's too late. I mean, it's never too late, but then once we get, you know, um, our emotions start getting involved and sex, sex comes into play, we, we get, we're more drawn to the person and it's, it's much more difficult to make that decision to leave. Uh, were you clear who uh, she was interested in when, when you were on the show? Like, um, and do you think that you were interested in her or was it the adrenaline of it all, like your ego wanting to win and come out on top? Because I always wonder that when I'm watching the, watching the show, right? I'm like, do they actually really like the person <laughs> or do they just want to win? Like it's an ego thing. Right, right. I think there is some of that, right? There is some of that. I just want to win. I just want to be the person at the end. Um, but they're, but they're, they're fooling themselves if they do that. You know, if someone does that, they're fooling themselves. Because there's also been a lot of people, Laura, if you watch previous seasons, who left. They were like the top five or the top ten. And they said, I'm not feeling this. Yeah. I need to go. So I respect those people, right? Like they could have stayed as long as they could have and tried to win or whatever. But so instead of focusing on the people who do do that, I think it's important to focus on the people who did like say, all right, I'm going to step aside and, you know, leave. But um, for me, I did know who she was feeling and who she was really liking. But oh, it you did. Okay. Like, but it didn't bother me because it was like, this is, this is the first few days. Like I'm not going to, mail it in because she's you know feeling this guy on day one or feeling this guy on day two because when her and i would have conversations they'd they'd go very well so if i if i let her connection with other guys affect me then it would have really thrown our game off our connection off and i and i didn't let that happen and unfortunately i didn't get a, a good enough time to really get to know her but um, it didn't bother me with the other connections that she had. And that's why I said that that was really helpful with me uh, and, and my dating life now. Very interesting. All right. Let's talk about the number one way for singles to meet others. Uh, that's online dating. 
Now, online dating is easily the best way to meet new singles right now. And I want to know what your perspective is on online dating in general. Like, what are some of the positives that you've seen? Because I, I believe that both of you are dating online, or I know that you have. Um, and what drives you crazy about it? Like, let's start with Tiana. So what I love about it is I was raised by a detective. So, like, I'm very, like, I would joke that, like, I am the FBI, don't cross me. <laughs> like, I will find out everything. I, I'm like you, girl, and I wasn't even raised yeah. by a detective. <laughs> you can't fool me. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's probably bad because, like, he's, like, told me, like, deception cues, and I'm like, oh, they did it. And he's like, calm down, they did it. <laughs> and, like, but I'm always just, like, looking for things. Probably not that great. But I do, um, I like it because I can really figure out, like, is this worth my time? Um, in a sense, because I'm a single mom, I have full custody of my kid, and then I have my own business. So, like, I don't want to just keep on going date after date after date after date. I like, I like that I have enough time to kind of ask them the questions I want to ask them ahead of time, and then figure out, like, are they lying? Can I figure out a little bit about them before ahead of time, too? And I'm the type that's, like, I'm not in a rush necessarily to meet you. Like, I want to figure out, like, because I'm not to waste my time. So if you're going to pressure me, like, I feel like I can get all the cues that I want pretty quickly to be like, yep, nope, moving on. Um, so I, that's what I like about it. I just, what I hate about it is it's such a game. <laughs> like, it's a numbers game. And it's also, like, there's you're just one swipe away from another date. So that's what I really hate about it is, I feel like not that many people take each date very seriously because they're like, mm. eh, if it's a bad date, it's fine. I'm just going to go on this app afterwards and swipe away and I'll have another date tomorrow. I agree. And it can feel like a part-time job. To cast a wide net, you, you need to be on a few dating apps, although I don't suggest more than three at once. Uh, you have multiple conversations going on with so many people at any given time. and You're monitoring matches, swiping on profile after profile, and sharing this back and forth banter with people. Uh, I mean, it takes a lot of mental energy. And, and most of the time, I feel, it doesn't go anywhere. So that's one of the things that, that drives me crazy about it. How about yourself, Garen? How do you feel about online dating? <laughs> what are your pros think, and cons? I think online dating is super fun. Pros you? are, yeah, it's super fun. Oh, I don't fun. find it oh fun at all. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, my I God. You are going to, after I tell you my secret, you're going to love it. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. Can you tell all of us your secret, please? Because you're on video. So. All right. So, so let's just get right to the secret. Go into it with no expectations. Like, just have fun. Like, yeah. go into it and say, like, I'm going to meet some new people that I never would have met before. I am not going to hold them accountable to respond to me. I'm not going to care if they respond to me or not. And I'm going to see if I can have fun. I'm going to see who I can have a fun conversation with, like, like, almost like a game. And that has cha that, that changed everything. Because, Laura, I would go into these dating apps thinking, like, I want to find my match. And then I would match with a really attractive woman who was saying amazing things. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is my person. And, and then they wouldn't respond to me. It's like, damn. I got so excited to talk to them about Walking Dead or about – or about uh, the new movie that's out, or about their favorite sushi, and they didn't respond, right? So 
after a while, I was just like, why am I caring so much? So I go into it and I say, how fun can I make this conversation? So I'll say something silly, obviously respectful, always respectful. Men, men do not be disrespectful. Be respectful. Do not talk about how hot she is or whatever. Say something fun. About or what are you wearing right on. now? Or what are you uh, wearing yeah, right now? Some of your business stuff. what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> yeah, like stop being creepy. Yeah. Like you should you shouldn't be able to ask that question until like two weeks of knowing someone. <laughs> like what? Like so so Laura, that that changes the game. If you go into it without expecting people to respond to you, without expecting any anything from anybody, because they don't know you anything and you don't owe anybody anything. And it's always like my, my, my trick is I, I say, how long can I go talking to someone without asking a question? For example, um, you know, one time I, I told this girl, oh, you must be a good, you must be a good uh, wedding plus one. Instead of asking her what makes a good wedding plus one, I was like, oh, you must be a fun wedding plus one. And I went like five or six message chains without asking a question. And that became very flirty and very fun. And then it gets to the point where it's like, okay, now I have to ask a question to continue the conversation. So just going to it, having fun. Now, cons. Cons, obviously, as you said, there's too many people on there. So sometimes you can get caught up in the whole, all right, I'm going to move on to the next person. Or uh, it's easier to ghost, I think, um, when, when it comes to dating apps, because, like, you really don't know that person. So I think it's easier to, like, stop a conversation. Or if you go on a date, to just not talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been guilty of that before and been a victim of that before. Um, so that can be tough. And I think also they take up a lot of your time and mental energy. Like you wake up and you on your phone, who matched with me, who messaged me back. So you just have to set boundaries for the cons and make sure that you're, you're being intentional and, and healthy in your online dating life. Deanna, how about yourself? Like any more cons or pros? I don't really think, I mean, I'm not, so indifferent to it. I don't think like I, I'm, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm indifferent actually to it. Like it, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It is what it is. It's like a means to like an end that I want. So like, I kind of have to do it right now. I mean, I don't have to, but like the times we're in, it feels like that you have to like meet someone online. Um, so I don't know if I have like necessarily like so many cons. I just feel like there's maybe a, there's like I feel like you can easily deceive people too like even though I said I'm the FBI that's like why because I feel like there are a lot of people that like put out like fake profiles or are just not actually using it for dating they're using it for like a hookup but they pretend they're dating or I have to like worry about like whose husband am I talking to (laughs) like um and those are like the things that I just don't love about it but I mean that could happen anywhere and that's what the thing with online dating when people are like this and that. Well, it can happen too. I could meet someone at a bar. That's not great. I could meet someone at the grocery store. That's not great. Like it's just, it is what it is. I just, the numbers game gets, it gets tedious is really what it is. I don't want to tell someone how my day is like 50 times a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one thing I don't like about it either. And Gary mentioned something about, um, you know, you're chatting with someone and there's this radio silence Dating apps can give you a tremendous amount of opportunity uh, to feel rejected before you even meet someone. So I want to address that. I want to talk about that when we come back. We're going to talk about rejection and how to handle it. We'll be right back.
now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We are back. This is the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bilotta with my guests, Garen Flowers and Tiana Melissa, discussing online dating and rejection. Let's jump right back in. All right, so I want to address rejection in a minute. But before that, I, I just wanted to talk about online dating. Um, one thing, Garen, uh, that drives me, maybe you can help me answer this, is when you match with someone, especially on Tinder, right? And then they sit there and they, they don't reach out. They don't say hi. Like, are they expecting me to always be the one reaching out? I don't get it. Like, why do guys do that? So the reason guys do that, um, it goes back to what we talked about a little bit earlier today, is the amount of matches we get. So a guy might already be talking to five to ten women. He gets another match. It's kind of just like, oh, I'll wait to see if she says something. <laughs> and some people are some people are timid. So you have the guys who are like feeling themselves. You have the guys who are timid and don't know what to say. Uh, you have the guys who just are kind of not really taking it seriously and maybe like match with you and then don't open the app for a week. So there's a myriad of reasons why. And I think that as a woman, you shouldn't be afraid to shoot your shot and to say, you know, send the first message if if you're really digging someone, you know? Well, I'm never really digging someone. I mean, how can you dig someone you don't know? It's not, it's more more than looks, you know? Like, how do you dig, how can you dig someone you, you don't even know? So... That's, uh, I guess guys would different. We, we 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 can dig someone just off of looks and and of a little bit of uh, yes, I see that on your profile. <laughs> Tiana, go ahead. So, yeah, like I mean, obviously I'm not a man, but like I know from like my guy friends when we've talked about that, they have admitted they're like, yeah, I have like, and they love to let you know what their match count is, like as if it's like a badge of honor. But they're like, yeah, like I want like on a swipe. It is. I was bored and I just like swipe, 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 swipe. Like I swiped on everyone. I don't know who I swiped on. Then I see matches and I'm like, cool. I'm never even looking at her. I just want to see my count go up and be like, heck yeah. Like, and so I think sometimes it falls into that too. Not saying that's with everyone, but they've told me like sometimes when I'm bored, I just wipe on everyone and say like accept and then see what happens. I think there's also that. Yeah, and I, and, I th- and I think yeah, I, I think that's a bit rude. I feel like if you're going to swipe on someone, you should swipe because you really you know are interested in their looks and what they sell in their profile. Like I, I never do that. Just swipe, just to swipe. You know what I mean? Some days I've done it. You know where I'm feeling like oh you know I want to meet someone and then you start you you might swipe on a few people that yeah you you kind of it's quite they're questionable. And then the next day or the following day, <laughs> you log in again and go, mm, why did I swipe right on that person? And so I think that happens, right? And there are so many people that, that use online dating sites, and they're not really ready for a relationship. Again, they're doing it for ego reasons, egotistical reasons, like how many matches can I get? Or they're doing it to pass the time or try to help them get over a past relationship. So, yeah, again... Garen, there are so many reasons um, for that. Now, I want to address rejection. So when it comes to rejection, right, although there are many real people on dating apps looking for what you are, that doesn't mean that they are going to see you as a real person until you meet them face-to-face. So you have to remind yourself of that. If they have not met you in person, then you shouldn't read this as rejection. You are not being rejected. 
And you both know that I'm obsessed with Clubhouse, right, (laughs) and bringing people together on Clubhouse. And I think that it's been such a great tool for helping people put themselves out there and not letting rejection get in the way. So many people come up on our stage, right, and they shoot their shot without worrying about what happens if they get rejected. Why is it so important to put yourself out there and not let rejection get the best of you? I want to hear your answers. This is such an important question, such an important question. Um, Laura, this is actually something that I um, hear you say, so I kind of get it from you that, number one, rejection is not personal. Like, if someone rejects you, it's not necessarily rejection. It's more so just they they have other priorities, right? They're they're looking at someone else. They're interested in someone else or not, not interested in you, but that doesn't mean you're rejected. Not everyone is meant to be into everyone, right? And not everyone is for everyone. So that, that's the first part is that, like, you can't take it personal. The second thing is that you are valuable. You are worthy. You are worthy of that person. You are worthy of their time and effort, and, and the right person will come along. My biggest thing is when one door closes, another one opens up. Like, there's been some women that I would holler at, and they would respond, and I was like, yes. And then, like, nothing would come of it, and I was like, super feeling them like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. She's got swag. She's got a nice dress code. She's, you know, got, got a nice profile um, as far as like her personality and then would just fall off or send one message and not respond again or two or three messages. And then I would just be like, oh, but then I told myself like, (laughs) that means I just, that makes space for another woman. And when you start dating someone, you're like, you would not have been able to date this person had that other person not so that's my thought I love all that how about yourself Tiana kind of along with like what Karen's saying is like I when I was younger oh my gosh like any rejection from like a guy I was like devastated and like heartbroken and remiss and like the world is (laughs) over not really but like kind of like but now I'm just kind of the same where I'm like cool because I don't want to be for everybody I don't have time to be for everybody like I just look at it as like, you're not my person. And now I have not wasted my time. I'm not three months into it and being like heartbroken and sad. And now like wasted three months of my life. Like the older I get, the more I'm like pickier of my time and who gets my time. And so rejection to me is just like, Oh, thank you. I didn't waste my time. I just look at it as a positive, like, good. I'm not, I love that. Yes. Let's move on. Great points. When you feel that you are being rejected, keep in mind that they are doing you a favor and creating space to make room for the right person to enter into your life. We need to take a break, guys. We are having such a fabulous conversation about dating in the modern world. We'll be right back. Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. It's Sunday night and you're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, with my guests and friends, 
Kiana Melissa and Garen Flowers. Tonight we are discussing early relationships and now we're going to talk about red flags to look out for. Let's get back into it. Meeting someone new is always exciting, but it's always a good idea to take things slow and to really get to know each other before jumping right in. And I think the pandemic has really pushed this deeper connection along since, it, it, you know, it can really take longer to meet in person. And of course, none of us want to waste time getting to know someone if it, you know, if it turns out to go south. So keeping an eye out for red flags is really, really important. So let's discuss the red flag. What are some of the red flags that you guys keep an eye out for and why? Tiana. I would say um, lying, especially to me, like if it can start with like little white lies that you kind of notice, because I like to repeat questions to people, but just in different ways when I'm first getting to know them to just make sure that they're I love you. Because <laughs> lies change and the truth never does. Can you so, train me on that? You should do a training <laughs> class on that on Clubhouse. <laughs> I would, <laughs> yeah. When you're dating. Um, okay. Yeah. And so that's just something that I always do in the beginning. And when I catch them in that, then I'm like, why are they lying about little things? They're going to end up lying about bigger things. Like, and that's just going to be easy because I feel like lying is part of like someone's like character. If they're a liar, they're a liar. And so that's not okay with me. Honesty is so huge to me. Um, And then honest projecting things on other people is such like a huge red flag to me. Uh, I just am like, immediately shut it down. I'm not going to deal with it because it's like going to turn into like this mental and emotional game I don't have time for. Yeah. And like they're always bad melting their previous relationships, talking about Mm -hmm. how horrible their exes are. We get it. You know, some people do fall into bad relationships and it's okay to have resentment still. However, if you know every, well, I don't know, it is and it isn't right. Because you should always forgive. But I mean, some people are going to have resentment depending on what happened in the relationship. However, if every single one of their exes is like crazy, then mm, that's a red flag. (laughs) Darren, what do you think? Well, well, Siana, if you host that clubhouse room, make sure you uh, make me a moderator on that. We're, we're, we're all going to be, uh, yeah, we're all going to be modding on that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> she's going to teach us all. <laughs> okay. Right, exactly, exactly. So um, this is a very tough one for me, Laura, because red flags are different for everybody. So it's hard for me to say what red flags across the board there are um, because they differ for everybody. And then also... I see different red flags in every in every woman I've dated that had red flags. It was different for each one, so it's hard to to. You might catch one, but then there was another one looming, and and you were focused on the other one, so you missed the new one, right? Um, that that that's happened to me. First of all, you're right that the pandemic has caused people to have deeper connections, and that has kind of been a bad thing for me. I, I kind of explained the relationship I got into last year, and I rushed into that. Um, and I had never rushed into a relationship before. Mm-hmm. Every relationship I've been in, the woman was always like, how long is it going to take for you to be ready, you know? And this one, I just dove in. And it was because she was kind of love bombing me. She was kind of doing what Tiana said, like projecting herself on me and just like, just like love bombing so hard. And I was just so into her that I was like, I'm so into her. I'm not talking to anybody else. And I shouldn't talk to anybody else. So why don't I just jump in? So after two weeks, we got into a serious relationship. We jumped in. Um, and I think the red flag there was that she had these internal self-worth, self-esteem issues that I overlooked and I didn't have the opportunity to ask or find out because we did rush. 
So I think a red flag is someone who's trying to rush in because they're trying to feel the love. They're trying to feel the, the, the lack that they have inside of their body. Whatever, whatever they're lacking, they're trying to fill that with someone else and someone else's attention and someone else's um, heart. And that is, ve- that is very dangerous and very toxic. Well, they're acting, on chemi- they're acting on the chemistry because I'm sure you guys had right. this amazing chemistry. Right, right. Yeah. But, but, they, but they needed to work on themselves first. And that actually happened to me again. Um, after I was on the show, I started dating this woman who everything was great. Everything was great. Everything was great until it wasn't. And then they started unpacking all these emotional issues that they had that I didn't get the chance to figure out within the first month. And then you dive in and it's like, well, shoot, it's too late now. I've already, my heart's already involved now. So I think that's the biggest red flag is when someone's just diving and you just need to be like, whoa, let me take my time. Let me take my time. Let me just, because you have to, you have to. And um, I do believe that there are some cases of love at first sight. I do believe there are some cases of two people, uh, you know, jumping in and it working out. But at the same time, it takes two to tango, but one to let go. So you never know when someone's just going to let go, even when things are going well. So you have to be careful. You have to protect your own heart. You have to protect your own mind. I love all that. A relationship should not feel like a race. And how about this red flag? Your family and friends don't like them. If, if it's just one friend, then that's, that's a different story. But when they, all of them don't like them, that's a red flag. Or they cross boundaries. If you're always setting up clear boundaries and then they try to cross them or at least push them, then again, that's a red flag. Quickly, 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 we don't have much time. How do you uh, let someone down easy um, instead of ghosting them? How do you down, let them down easy? Um, that's such a tough one. I think you just have to let them know that th- there's other re- that you cannot talk to them anymore. You don't have to give them a specific example or reason why. Just say that you just need to be on your own right now. And you don't have to give them a specific reason if you don't want liar, to. Liar, 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 Tiana. <laughs> I just I'm out of respect because you are a human being. I don't think we're a match. Like, I, I love that. Be direct and short and like treat it with respect because they are a human with feelings and emotions, everything like that. Yeah, sorry, I'm not interested. I just don't feel that we are a match. Okay, and depending on how long you've been dating will determine if you should text this person or communicate it verbally. What do you guys think? What warrants a phone call as opposed to a text? I think that if you've like kind of established a relationship, I think even after a first date, it's fine to send a text because there, there isn't that much emotion there. Once there's like mm-hmm. an actual investment, it needs to be verbalized. I totally agree. Okay, what do you think, Karen? I agree with Tiana 100%. If you're to a point where you've kind of established exclusivity with this person, whether it leads to a relationship or not, I think you should owe them a phone call. And it's not lying. If you don't tell them why you don't want to date them anymore, you're just telling them, I'm just moving on. I love it. I love it all. Thanks for joining us, guys. I love you both. You guys are both so amazing. And for all of those listening, I hope that tonight's insight into early relationships and dealing with rejection has given you a little confidence and the push to put yourself back out there without fear of rejection. Let's keep this conversation going. Tiana, where can people get a hold of you? I'm on Instagram. I'm at Tales of Fails Podcast. And I'm at TalesOfFailsPockets at gmail.com. And yourself, Garen? Yes, at Garen Flowers on Instagram, G-A-R-I-N Flowers, and at Garen on Clubhouse. And I am official Laura Bellotta on Instagram, Laura Bellotta on Clubhouse. 
And you guys can check out my website, singleinthecity.ca. And I know Tiana, you can find her on Clubhouse under Tiana Melissa. Thank you. Is it Tiana.Melissa or Tiana Melissa? It's just Tiana Melissa, but if you find Laura, you're probably going to find me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. She is where I am. (laughs) See you guys next week for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show. Good night. Ciao for now. 